Hello and welcome to another edition of 90 Day Our Way. I am one of your co-hosts, John. And I'm the other one. I'm Lindsay. Thank you all for joining us once again uh, this week as we go through this week's past episode of 90 Day Fiance. AKA the most boring episode I've watched in a very long time. Wow. Just throwing it out there right off the bat. I am because it was so boring. Like, I don't know. I've been hearing from a lot of people like they don't like this season. I've been trying to give it because it's new couples and all this stuff. But I literally, um, my notebook, the main thing I wrote was boring. Damn. In bu- bubble letters because I was so effing bored. Damn, TLC, you hear that? Yeah. She's coming after you. I am because I recommend 90 Day to everyone. And the fact that this is tied to my name is embarrassing. Fair enough. But, and I was like, oh, maybe it's because, like, we just got off a plane. I'm really tired. Uh, no. I think this episode was trash. <laughs> I mean, some, the previews look interesting, so I'll continue to go. But well, you got to. I'm just over this season already, and it's episode five. Well, we haven't gotten to all the twists and turns yet. We see the buildup. These are the early stages, the early buildup stages. I really hope it is because I'm over it. I'm over it already. It has to be (laughs) the earliest I've been over it. Wow. And this even includes the COVID seasons where we were stuck with fucking Mike and Natalie for another three months. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. So we'll see. Hopefully it gets better. I think it will. I think the producers do a wonderful job. And they've got something up their sleeves. (laughs) If you say so. I do. I do. All right. All right. We got a believer in the room. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into it. So let's kick it off um, just like how they did with uh, Emily and Kobe. All right. So they started with their like family pick as like their intro card they look so cute coven one of the most adorable babies i've ever seen (laughs) but they just look really cute and a happy family which obviously they're not because all they're doing is bitching at each other well emily's bitching at kobe i guess kobe was also bitching at emily so yeah a little bit a little bit they were uh discussing their breastfeeding issues yes and i i don't know i i don't know how i feel i guess i do know how i feel so then tell us so yeah sorry my brain isn't working everyone if you're listening because we just got back from a trip and i'm just very tired um how i feel is that kobe's not the one feeding coben and he's also not the one that has breast so he really has zero say in the matter. But he loves breasts and he doesn't want to share the breasts. I, okay. I don't, I have to go visit the continent of Africa. And I don't think every country in Africa is like this. But obviously in Nigeria and now in Cameroon, like these African men love boobs. Yeah, they're into it. They're into it. And I, I want to understand just from like a. 
like, male perspective. Yeah, like from a po- I'm not a political standpoint, from like a sociology standpoint, like what it has to do with that region in the world or if it's just specific countries or this and that. Because like I've been to Morocco. I didn't really get a sense that they were all into like boobs and that's a country <laughs> in Africa. So I don't know. True. I don't know. I'll have to do a deep dive into it. Yeah, so I mean, they were they were going back and forth, and the dad, Emily's dad, didn't really want to step in, but he kind of stepped in, and then Emily more or less sent Kobe off to go help her mom in the kitchen, which I thought was hilarious. But obviously, they are both very hard headed. Yeah. So I can only imagine how this season's gonna go because it it just seems like with both of them, it's their way or the highway for sure yeah they both want to be like the boss the one who's wearing the pants in the relationship exactly so i mean we'll see how it goes and we'll we'll talk about it a little like when her grandma was there but so yeah so they were arguing about like her breastfeeding and doing it like in front of her parents and her dad and her dad's like i don't give a fuck like she's got to feed Coben. And Kobe just thinks it's like, I guess, like disrespectful, like not to excuse yourself to do that. Yeah. Um, and then Emily, like you said, told her, told him, like, "Hey, go help my mom." And he's <laughs> like, "Don't tell me what to do." So, I don't know. I like them together, but I'm scared that they just got to work on their communication, and I think it'll be much better. Yes, and I think they are both anticipating how they were in china together and obviously a lot has changed in two years yeah i mean now you have a child who's 17 months old yeah literally (laughs) like it's we went through a pandemic we went through a pandemic kobe invested in a cafe and then took all of his money out of a cafe in cameroon they both lived in china now they both are obviously living in the United States, but then they both move back to like their home countries. So it's a lot. So yeah. I think they just they're it's growing pains, hopefully. Yeah, for sure. And then they uh like you were alluding to earlier, I mean they sit down to have dinner and the grandma says that they do whatever Emily says, which I thought was pretty funny. So she, even in the family, she's the one kind of commanding the room and putting people in in their place yeah i her personality definitely feels like that yeah she's kind of like loud in your face type of personality exactly and like she's gonna tell you what she wants to do and what she wants you to do and if you don't do it like she's gonna get pissy at you (laughs) yeah so like i said i think they're both hard-headed and stubborn and it'll be interesting so yeah so they have dinner with her grandma um and then the it's bedtime um but before that sorry i forgot to mention so at one point emily hands coben off to her dad and coben's still a little weary of kobe and i think you know kobe's a little hurt by it um but i also think you know emily needs to understand that it's a lot going on for kobe right now so many different variables being thrown at him all at one time exactly like it's like now you're a dad now you're living with your in-laws you can't even argue without them being there 
um you're getting used to each other's personalities again like you're living in the middle of fucking nowhere america like (laughs) it's very a lot for him but then we see them going to bed and it seems like coben has really warmed up to kobe um they're playing around coben's laughing it 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 made me smile because it it seems like you know kobe is finally getting some of that not alone time like uh personal time bonding time yeah yeah they're they're creating that connection between the two of them that's hasn't been there because he was unable to come to the states for the last year and a half yeah exactly so um they're going to bed and emily kind of throws like a bitch fit (laughs) is what i'll call it a little bit but like there's no room in the bed for kobe and he's like winding coben up and playing around with him and you know, they have a nighttime routine and they can't do the nighttime routine. So Kobe has to go sleep in another bed. Yeah. And I mean, I I feel for him. I think Emily doesn't want to change the routine, which I understand. But also, like, now he's here. So, like, why don't you create a new routine? Exactly. And if the bed is too small, like Kobe said, like, why not go and try to find a bigger bed? Or, you know. Yeah. If... He, said, he mentioned that he had said it months ago to her. Yeah, exactly. So... But, I mean, I understand if financial means, like, she's not able to do it or her family or anything. But then, like, figure it out. Like, she has the the grade up so uh, Coben doesn't fall out of the bed. I don't know what those are called. The Yeah. The blockers. I don't yeah. know. Sorry. Families that are listening and I'm ignorant to it. Um, but, like, why not take that out if coben's gonna sleep in the middle of them like you don't need to protect him from him rolling out of the bed or i don't know like you said like they can make a new routine together yeah and he's just trying to get that you know quality time with him and kobe doesn't really feel like emily's giving him that true opportunity to to do so yeah exactly so I don't know. Do you have any? I've talked a lot about them. So I <laughs> well, they're your take... they're your favorite this season. They are my favorite because so we got to let you tell the people uh, your thoughts on them. They're my favorite because I feel like they are the only like real ones. Like they have a lot at stake if this doesn't work. For sh- yeah, most definitely. So. I mean, involving involving the the kid and into the mix and everything so a lot of a lot of layers with with them exactly so um but yeah they um that'll be an interesting you know thing to to see over the course of the season how they're able to overcome you know the the differences that they have their communication styles seem to be you know very one in the same so they they tend to clash a little bit as as we had said and then, of course, you know, involving Coben in the mix and, you know, see their parenting styles and how they're able to make it make it work. Yeah, I agree with that. They I was thinking they they have the same personalities. So I think that's why they they butt heads. But oh, for sure, I hope they make it. I mean, it seems like TLC or Matt Sharp or whoever is trying to, like, <laughs> make it seem like they argue all the time. Right, right. Um. But hopefully it uh, turned out good. Definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much all on Emily and Kobe from this episode. 
So let's head over to uh, Bilal and Shida. Um, so Bilal's kids have to like Shida for them to stay together is what Bilal was was mentioning. Um, and their interaction was was good at first. You know, the kids initially hugged Shida when they met her. Um, but it seemed a little awkward and shy almost when, you know, after that initial hug that they that they had. Yeah, so the the kids come in with Bilal, which I'm sorry everyone. I'm probably never gonna get his name this season. Um No, that was right. It was? Oh, okay. Stop looking at me like that. Um so and they hug her and it's like really cute and like they re- make like a really cute fam. But Shida is very shy and awkward. And so it's a little weird. Or, you know, TLC editing makes it seem like it's very <laughs> awkward. Um, but something I wrote down, um, and shout out to last season if anyone watched it, that, um, like John said, like the kids have to like Shida. And it made me think of Ben with mahogany and how like he didn't give a fuck what his kids thought he was gonna (laughs) date a 22 year old no matter who said what so i'm happy to see that at least uh bilal is is uh, seems like a good father yeah most definitely um and then (laughs) they start talking and bilal's kids ask shida if she plays games (laughs) and originally she says no and it's like how do you want to be a mom and be a mom to them, but you won't play games? Yeah, like, you got to connect with them somehow. And, I mean, eventually, like, like something, a thought that popped in my head was, like, oh, like, she can teach them yoga because that's really what she's into or, you know, healthy exercising or anything like that. But, like, this is the first time you're meeting them and, like, his uh, Yusef, his son, wants to play a game. Like, go fu- play the fucking game. Yeah, just be like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Let's go ahead. Exactly. Even if you're terrible, like, it's not really what it's about. It's about spending that time with them and building that bond with them. Yeah, exactly. So it seems like, I mean, eventually they were like, well, you have no choice. Like, we're bonding. So <laughs> so they uh, they go downstairs, which, like, I didn't even know Blau had this, like, other freaking house in his house yeah he's got a nice little uh man cave down there you know pool tables some nice photos on the wall it looks uh looks like another another floor of his house yeah so i mean but it's a nice ass house it is um so they like go and play pool and then shida brings up the conversation of like what they should call her like considering she's their stepmom and like she potential had potential, potential but so she asked like what they call their mom's husband and they're like oh we just call him by his first name which like i did that like i think majority of yeah i think that's like a common thing exactly so they she asked them to call her umi yeah umi okay which i guess in her like in trinidad that's what you kind of call your stepmom it's like a it means mother but it's like a term of endearment yeah. kind of thing she was saying it's like a respect thing there yeah so they're like uh we don't know about that <laughs> which i thought was funny 
Um, and then the kids ask if she wants any kids. Yeah. And that was just a little awkward to like have that conversation. <laughs> like this is a conversation that obviously needs to be addressed between Shida and Bilal. Right. And A, it came up with like his family when they all had lunch. And then like now it's coming up in front of the kids. Like why don't them two just sit down and have that conversation? Yeah, I mean, it's going to make or break their relationship, I think, because it seems like she really wants kids and he's kind of like iffy about it. But I think he, you know, he has to make a decision one way or the other and not just, you know, put it off, put it off or give her a half, you know, half answer of one way or the other or continues to say, oh, we'll see. Or, oh, maybe when we get there, you know, keep keep pushing it off like you got to give her a definitive answer one way or the other because if it's not the answer she's looking for you're just both wasting time right now yeah exactly so it's i think they just need to figure it out not with anyone else yeah just the two of them figure it out and see what happens and then even you know shida had reached out to her sister to even further discuss the issue and it's essentially what her sister said. I mean, they gotta they gotta figure it out. Otherwise, like she'll go back to Trinidad and Bilal will stay and continue doing what he's doing. But it's really something you gotta figure out because it's it's really gonna make or break their their relationship. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. We'll see. Their segment was kind of boring. <laughs> like the rest of the segments were. Yeah, I mean that's tonight. That's their that's their uh, their biggest issue. So it'll be interesting to see, kind of how they play that situation. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. Um, and then we'll head over to uh, Kata and Guillermo. Um, so Guillermo's now here in the U.S. Uh, they head over to Kata's mom's house and meet her. Kata's brother and good old Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike is definitely was born and raised in Charlottesville. Um, <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah, very south. Um, but we find out that um, Kara's dad died in 2019. So Uncle Mike, I think she said 2019. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so Uncle Mike is like a dad to her, which is pretty awesome. Um, but obviously, you know, she's trying this this fear tactic with Guillermo. Like, he's a private investigator. He's going to look into you. He's going to tell you he's going to kick your ass. Like, all this stuff. I'm like, this poor kid. He just got to America. <laughs> like. Yeah, now he's got to deal with all this. Exactly. He can't even get a laptop. Now he's got to <laughs> be scared that, like, this old white man's going to beat him up. Like, the fuck? Um. But then, like, things turn out great. Like, it seems like they all really get along. Yeah. Uncle Mike likes Guillermo. Um, well, yeah, he asked them. They all asked kind of why Guillermo likes her. And he had mentioned the one night that he was really sick. And she took care of him kind of like a wife would do. And that was huge to him because typically... Like, a girlfriend wouldn't really take care of you while you're sick, but she was right there for him, helping him along the way. And that was huge to him and definitely shows that, you know, she she does care about him very much. 
Yeah, and I do think she, I think they care about each other very much. Um, And I think her Uncle Mike and her mom um, wouldn't be down with it if uh, they didn't care for each other. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Um, But then they continued to talk, and I thought it was pretty funny when (laughs) her mom mentioned that they're both really naive and that they'll definitely have money issues that pop up considering Guillermo is unable to, uh, unable to work and Gata doesn't really have a job at this moment. Yeah. Cause she's like starting to be a real estate agent, I think. Yeah. So she's got to get that up and going and figure out, you know, how she's going to be when she does start making money, it'll be good money. But the for initial startup is difficult. Yeah. But overall, I think all their segments have been very boring. Um, I think last week they talked for five minutes about him not being able to buy a laptop. (laughs) This week, it was also like a five-minute segment with him meeting Uncle Mike. So, I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, the, the previews for this season, it seems like a lot comes up with her, like, not being able to keep a relationship or anything. So, hopefully, we'll deep dive more into their, like, drama. But for right now, I'm like... Yeah, it seems like she kind of... What is it? Toots her own horn and goes to the beat of her own drum. Yeah, which is of, like type of thing, which is cool. But at the same time, like if you're in a relationship, you can't really be doing that. Exactly. So we'll see how it goes with their season. I think their storyline will develop more. But right now, it's a lot of a lot of fluff. Yeah, just make sure you clean up your Instagram. Yeah, before <laughs> Uncle Mike comes and <laughs> investigates you. But yeah, Guillermo's clean, so it's all good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, all right, so we got we had a whole show of couples tonight. The only yeah. couple we didn't get was Jabri and Miona, which like thank the fucking Lord. <laughs> but wow, swinging, swinging. Yeah, I can't. I do not like them. Well, you'll see them next episode. I can't wait. But <laughs> Jabri's mom is about to lay the smack down. So I'm excited for that. Anyway, um, who do you want to talk about? Uh, let's head over to uh, even Muhammad. Uh, you know, they, they didn't get any rest. No. no rest. But they did get some cardio in. Hell yeah. I wrote, I literally wrote down, didn't rest last night. And then I drew a winky face. So you know We'll let you guys figure out what that means. The SmackDown happen. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but so she has to get ready for work because, you know, she's the only one bringing in moolah right now since he can't work. Um, But it seems like to me at first it seemed like he was trying. He's like, yeah, I'll try to set up the bidet, like all that stuff. Um, And Eve really, I think, tries to look at the positive side of things. Like, you know, he's a little let down that she has to go to work and it's his first day in America and all that stuff. And she's like, well, think of it like it's your first meal in America. It's like your first morning in America, like really trying to put the positive spin on it. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, he was he was like, oh, yeah, I was expecting some breakfast in bed and checking out the city. And it's like, bro, she's not your mom. Mm -hmm. You got to do things for yourself, especially considering You're not working, and she is. Exactly, and we'll get into it in a little bit, but, like, he just keeps comparing her to his mom. Yeah. And 
I really think he just went after her. Like, I hate to bring up the age thing because yeah. I don't think she looks her age at all or anything like that. But I don't know if he went after for an older woman so they can take care of him or. That's what it seems like, at least. But man, he it's all about his mom. So. <laughs> but no. Nah, and, <laughs> and then he goes to start cooking with the eggs and just straight up burns the pan. Yeah, like straight up just leaves it on the stove. <laughs> like, come on, you gotta you gotta get that figured out. Uh, so that was that was something pretty funny that uh that we saw. And then also, you know, he after he does eat, he's trying to put the put the bidet together, but he can't. He just can't figure it out. No, he can't figure it out. Um, but then Eve comes home with Theron, and. Oh, man, this was the highlight of the episode. Wow. When Theron goes and hugs Mohammed, my heart fluttered. It was so freaking cute. Yeah, and Eve was super nervous about the situation and them getting along and meeting, which is totally understandable from, from her standpoint. Exactly, but, you know, the meeting goes great. Mohammed even says in his interview, like, he felt, like, at when he hugged Theron like it really seems like I'm hopeful that they'll develop like a really great relationship together definitely no I I totally agree and I think also from that Eve now feels more comfortable with letting Muhammad be with Theron but also she mentions that she expects Muhammad's role to be helpful with him but also and then we have Muhammad saying I didn't come here to be a babysitter, <laughs> which was pretty funny. Yeah. So, like, they have dinner, and she obviously makes dinner. And, like, she's pretty much expecting Mohammed to watch Theron, like, any chance. Yeah, because she's mentioned that he's aware that she's had such a difficult time trying to get after-school care for him. Yeah, exactly. And so I literally wrote down like she treats she's going to treat Mohammed like a babysitter and Mohammed is treating her like his mom. So I don't know. I feel like they <laughs> both I feel like they like each other. I don't know if I'll For say sure. love. Um, but I also think they are using each other for like the wrong things. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. So I mean, personally, I don't think it's going to work out long term, but we 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 shall see. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I I hope that for her and uh, Theron's sake, because it does seem like they would be a really great family. For sure. But I don't know if it's going to work from Mohammed's side. Yeah, I think there's just going to be like too many things that they're not going to agree on, and too many different layers. Um, but hopefully they they prove us wrong. Exactly. So we'll see. I think there is a lot of cultural differences too. Definitely, definitely are. Um, and then we can uh, head over to Patrick and Thais. Um, let me just say that it's very random that Patrick just bought a rat dog for her. I don't think it's not a rat dog. Oh, it's a rat dog. It's not a rat dog. That was a cute ass dog. I should preface preface 
<laughs> to anyone listening that Jonathan, um, I don't get his deal with dogs. I'm a very big dog lover. Um, I can't wait till we get our own dogs, which is non-negotiable. Wow, you're trying to throw me under the bus with the public. Yeah, I am. And so it's the dog up. people are going to come after you. It's all right. Um, side note of the side note, we were just in New York and we were around a lot of dogs and Jonathan didn't pet one of them. So that's how he feels about dogs. Also, Patrick bought a rat dog for he, Thais. He didn't buy a rat dog. It's not <laughs> a right. rat dog. Well, it is a fluffy small dog we'll see at the end of the season anyway so he got her a dog i actually like the dog obviously (laughs) besides like liking dogs um i think it makes sense because she's gonna be at home so at least she has like a companion that isn't uh his brother yeah john john no that's fair that's fair i could understand that is his brother named john yes okay um so anyway, so then we meet like Thais and we go to Brazil and she's super pretty. She like, she's very, she's very humble to talk about herself, how like great and amazing and confident and pretty she is, but she's very pretty. Um, and she says the family is everything to her, but... She didn't tell her dad she's moving to the United States. Yes, yeah, so she said she was just coming here for some travel. Some travel. I don't think she realizes that like you can't go back to your country until you get, I'm pretty sure it's your green card. Well, yeah, they have to get married. Well, they have to get married in 90 days, and then it takes yeah. like another six months to get your green card. Also, if I'm wrong, please forgive me. I've not looked this up. <laughs> No, but yeah, it's just funny that she hasn't even told her dad that she plans on living here and getting married and all this stuff, which is very strange to me considering how she says, you know, family is so important to her and everything, but her dad is pretty overprotective, but at the same time, like, I understand it. He's a dad and it's his daughter. Yeah, of course, and especially since um, we find out later that her dad doesn't like Patrick. <laughs> right. Um, so I can understand. It's hard, but I think like you gotta tell your dad you're moving to the United States. And you plan on marrying this man. Yes. <laughs> like you gotta tell you gotta tell him at, at some point. So um, And then from there we head over to uh see Patrick getting ready. Uh facial, haircut, lost some weight, and a back wax. Oh, Boy. He is ready for Thais. <laughs> he is definitely ready. He even straight up says that he wants some sex. Of course. And then, yeah, we'll get to it. So anyway, so he goes to the Austin airport. um, And he is waiting at the bottom of an escalator. And it's the wrong escalator. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how funny would this be if he's looking at the wrong escalator right now? And I feel like this whole season you've been doing that stuff where you're like saying like, wouldn't it be funny if this happened and then that happens? Like debris in the yeah. car wash. <laughs> you got to love it, though. You just got to love it. It's like it writes itself at this point. Oh, you I just know. know. You just know by the camera angles, by like <laughs> what's going on. Like you can just sense it. I, I, yeah, I can't. So he they finally meet at the airport. They kiss. It's really cute. Um, they get in his fucking Tesla. No, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? When they're in the airport and they're hugging and kissing. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This was... I almost missed... Sorry. I almost missed the most important part. So, they go and they hug each other. And Jonathan is now going to demonstrate what they do. (laughs) He's making some weird moaning noises while he's hugging her. All right. So, this is for some OG 90 Day fans. David and Lana... It's the same thing. He's just making it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like some mm-hmm. weird moaning noises. Mm-hmm. While you're hugging. While you're hugging. It's very awkward. It's fucking weird. If I was like walking by them and heard that, I'd be like, what is going on over there? Like when David and David was doing it with Lana, it I thought it was creepy. it was very creepy because he was in like his trench coat and he had like stalked her <laughs> for like her entire life, essentially. Um, but this was just weird. Definitely, definitely was. So, oh my God, I can't believe I almost forgot that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so then they go in his Tesla, which lots of money. It's a nice car, but you got to fix that dent. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then she tells the audience in her interview that she's not going to tell Patrick that she didn't tell her dad that they're getting married. Because Patrick is under the impression that her dad likes him because he buys her gifts. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, but alas, Carlos, Thais's dad, does not like Patrick. Patrick. So I don't know. I mean, obviously this is gonna blow up in their faces. Yes. Or in her face, I should say. Um, I mean, I'm a little annoyed that they are trying to make like the John drama the main drama <laughs> because it does seem like this is more dramatic to me. Yeah, no, I I would agree. And then like you were saying with with the whole living situation, like I see that definitely being a, a huge issue for them. I don't think Thais and John are going to get along whatsoever and Patrick is going to be pinned against them and figure out, you know, is he going to pick potentially his wife or his brother? And how is that, you know, dynamic going to factor out? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I do think they'll stick together. I'm sure at one point or another, John is going to get booted. Boston drunk and get booted out of the house. Yeah, he's going to say some messed up stuff and probably some like racist shit, you know, (laughs) how those people in Boston are. Yes. Fight me. Literally come after me in the comments because (laughs) fuck Boston. But no, and then Thais even says, like, right at the end, she she mentions that if it doesn't work out, she'll go back to Brazil without a problem. Yeah, like, literally is ready to just, like, <laughs> drop it. Hop back on the plane and head right back. Yo, you do you, girl. But I like her. I think, I think she and Patrick have a genuine relationship. I could see that for sure. I just hope 90 Day is not trying to, like, mess with it with this whole John thing, like we were saying. Yeah, yeah, but I think that'll be interesting to see, you know, kind of how that plays out over the course of of the season. Yeah, exactly. And then we have our last couple, my personal favorite couple, Ari and Binyam. How are they your favorite couple? Because Binyam's the man. Okay, he can be your favorite person. No, they're my favorite couple. (sighs) All right. Yeah. All right. I'll let you do it. So they arrive at JFK and NYC. They are super excited. Um, 
Benny's in like Ethiopian garb. Fire. Obsessed. Fire outfit. Um. So anyway, so <laughs> Ari, Ari's parents come. Fred and Janice. And they are super excited to have everybody back. They like made a whole sign for Benny, which was so cute. Like, <laughs> welcome to the United States or welcome to America. Yeah. Um, she had these like flashing American <laughs> flag glasses. Like, she was souped. Yeah, she was very excited to to have them back. Exactly. So they <laughs> they get off the plane. I'm laughing because I saw something that I wrote. Um so they get off the plane, they see Janice and Fred. They're pretty exhausted. Um, and then they get in the car and they drive to New Jersey. Which is like They said it's like a two hour car ride. It's a very long car ride. From JFK, it's a very long car ride. Yeah. And Janice, you know, mentions that she's holding herself back from asking the what is next questions that she always loves asking, like, oh, you're here now. So what are you doing next? Exactly. What is happening next? Um and go ahead, sorry. No, I was gonna say too, when when they're in the car and they ask Binyam how he likes New Jersey, I'm New Jersey Binyam now. <laughs> like that was awesome. That was just so funny. <laughs> when I just said I read something that that's I read that that's what it was. Yeah, I don't know why, but it was just like so funny. New so Jersey like, Binny. Just so like nonchalant about it. I know. I love it. Um, so they get to this apartment complex that Ari's parents rented yeah. an apartment for them. Yep. Um, a two bedroom apartment that they got furniture for them. Not a lot of furniture, but got like a bed. Yeah, Janice hooked it up. A TV, food, food, utensils, a couple toys for Avi. A couple toys for Avi. Basketball hoop, which you need. Obviously. Um, the high speed Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah. Like they got him set up. Janice was the OG with this. Um, and then the caveat is that Fred and Janice live five minutes away, which like doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all. No, but I think it'll be, it's good it it's also good because they have the ability to watch Avi when needed. Mm -hmm. Like if Ari and Binyam, you know, need their own time and you know, the grandparents are right there and can help out. Or if they, you know, want to go over for dinner, you know, once or twice a week, like they have the ability to to do so. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's better for them to have, because like, I was thinking when we were watching, like, why don't they just live with Janice and Fred? Nah. But I get it, like, want their own space, like all that stuff. Definitely. Um. So Janice is like telling them like, yo. We paid for everything, first month, first, last, security, security Wi-Fi, TV, yeah. electric, electric, <laughs> like literally everything you can think of. Um, And then like, you know, just mentions like, hey, like, you know, with Benny not able to work right now, like, when do you think you guys can start? Like, you should start thinking about when you can take over these bills. Yeah. And like, Ariella gets heated. <laughs> she doesn't like get like fra I mean she gets fresh but she doesn't get like angry or anything. Yeah. And I think part of it is like they're exhausted from the travel. Can yeah, I can imagine. But like to me it was like you're being super ungrateful. Like I get it, it's a stressor, like you need to figure out how you're going to pay for things. Definitely. But like also your parents have been footing your fucking bill the entire time you've been in Ethiopia. <laughs> yep. Now that you're back in the states. Like, it's now time to 
You have a kid. Put your fucking <laughs> big girl pants on and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely going to have to, you know, provide at least for, you know, the first few months until Binyam's able to get employment. And they even mentioned, you know, Janice and Fred were like, yeah, the sooner rather than later to take over the the payments, which I totally agree with. But I saw Ari's point of they should have asked ahead of time for the one bedroom versus the two bedroom. I get that the two bedroom is probably better in terms of space, letting Avi have his own room. But then I get Ari's side of it as well with, you know, the one bedroom, that's kind of what they're used to. They don't really have the necessary funds. She mentions they only have a couple grand saved up. So I get, you know, saving money and getting the one bedroom probably would have been the better option for now. Mm-hmm. No, I do agree with that. Like, you know, Janice and Fred were probably thinking like, well, they need the space and they need this and they need that. But like, right. weren't taking into account that like, eventually they need to pay for it exactly because you know i believe uh ari's dad is a doctor and janice is a nurse so like they obviously they have the means and the funds but um, i also don't have to do that exactly you don't (laughs) and that's what i was 30 years old that's literally what i was just thinking like how privileged yeah like ari ari is to get this from her parents and then i was also thinking like you know emily is also privileged to have her parents allow her to stay with them for, for sure. two years. So I, I, a lot of people on the show are just very privileged and they are not They'll grateful for see. it at all. That's all I have to say. And then fucking Ari and Benny are getting 90 fiance checks. So I really don't want to hear it. Whoa. Sorry. Someone's fired up. I'm fired up because this episode was so boring. <laughs> Obviously not. You're going in. <laughs> You got all these different things going on. I do. I do. I like perked up that coffee and hit me. <laughs> um. So yeah, we we end with Ari and Benny. Or we didn't end with Ari and Benny, but like we are ending this episode with Ari. <laughs> correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And I think it'll be, it'll be nice to see how Binyam kind of grows into Ari's family and are even joked that well no one's going to throw wine in your face. Yeah, the <laughs> shade. Which is pretty funny. But no, I think, you know, Ari's family will be very accepting of Benny. They'll see, you know, how great of a dad he is to to Avi and how he really, you know, just wants the best for for the three of them. Yeah, and I mean, I think Janice at least has seen that side of Benny. Definitely. Especially when they were in Kenya and they had that whole conversation about if Benny like cheated on her and all that stuff. Right. And you know, I think I don't think Ari's parents would be doing this if they thought Benny was like a bad person. Yeah, or if he was in it for the wrong reasons. Exactly. So I mean I I do hope they make I know that they're gonna get married. Like they're gonna fucking definitely they're gonna drag this shit out forever. <laughs> Um, but Avi's really cute, so it's like give and take at that point. Yep. But obviously there's gonna be drama. Like on the next time on, it seems like they go to New York and, and you know, it's obviously Binyam's first time in New York City. Um, and he's all about like the, the flash and the life and the glamour and you know yeah. not like the dirty streets and the rats, you know. <laughs> and I'm allowed to talk like this because I'm, I'm from there. But um, 
so they're obviously gonna get into like a little tiff about that for sure um but we'll see you know they're getting married there's like no like there's no two ways about it like it's happening exactly so which couples we've met them all yep which couples do you think are gonna make it to the 90 days like get married yeah wow um i think bilal and shida i think he's gonna they're gonna say that they're gonna have one kid together so i think they'll get married and make it i also think they're a little older Mm -hmm. so they have more of an understanding of each other's like wants and needs type of thing yeah so i could see that i don't know car and guillermo i feel like he's gonna be like i'm out I think he's gonna say he's out. No, I think wow. I think the only couple that's not gonna get married is Eva Mohammed. Wow, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they will either. I don't think Jabri and Miona will. I think he's gonna go with the music thing, and she's gonna get all PO'd, and he's not gonna have a lot of money, and she's gonna be like, "All right, I'm out. I'm going back to Serbia." So I would say that if. I didn't follow them on Instagram. I don't follow them on Instagram, but I didn't like look at all the meme pages and stuff <laughs> because like they don't give a fuck about their NDA that they signed at all. So, well, I'm not looking. True. So true. But you know what else I heard? We need to have like a Lindsay's meme pages corner. Um, that Bilal had a second ex-wife. Fire. So he was married after the like OG wife. Oh, interesting. But we didn't talk about it, but I just saw that briefly today when we were on the plane. All right, all right. So, yeah, I don't think Jabri and Miona will. Okay. Knowing what I know from just watching the episodes. But they are so (laughs) fucking, they're both narcissists. Yeah. That's why I don't think it's going to work out. I bet you he's a Leo. I bet you he's a Leo. But anyway, that's besides the point. Okay. Um, Emily and Kobe, I think they'll figure it out. I hope. I think they'll get married. Ari and Binyam for sure, and then Patrick and Thais. I, I think they will. I think they will too. We've only seen two episodes of them, so they they were like the last couple to join the season. So we don't have a full picture of of them yet. But I, so far, what we've seen. I think they'll they'll make it. Me too. I think they're like, I don't know if I said this before. I think they're like the the realest relationship, right? Like yeah. the fact that like he's been to Brazil so many times. Yep. They seem to like talk every day, like all that stuff. And like, he knows Portuguese fluent exactly, and she seems to be picking up English really well. So it does to me. It seems like it's gonna work. Um, but yeah, I think. I like Eve a lot, but I don't think it's going to Yeah, work. I like her too. I just, yeah, I don't see it working out. I think she needs someone older mm-hmm. that kind of gets her more. Yeah. So I, I just don't. She's already a mom. She doesn't need to be a mom to two kids. Exactly. <laughs> she needs a husband. She doesn't need another that child. That scene when she's like giving them dinner. Yeah. Um. And Can I have ketchup? Yeah. When... <laughs> I was she, like, like, what are you, 12? gives Theron, like, his burger and then, like, gives Mohammed and he's like, can I have ketchup? Is it good? Like, fucking help her, bro. <laughs> but I get it. It's different cultures, like, yeah, all that stuff. For sure. But, yeah, they, yeah, unfortunately, I don't, I don't think they will. So, I think we're, we're looking at, like, you know, 
so what is that? Three won't for me, and then one, two, three, four, that will. 50-50. No, four, to, four and three, not three and three. <laughs> four, four and three. So we'll... <laughs> Let you know we'll we'll continue to follow. We'll continue to see you know the the updates, and you know maybe maybe we'll switch if they're gonna make it or not, depending on the the episodes. But that's kind of where where I'm at for now. No, I get it. I totally get it. Um, I know I kind of ruined ninety day because I look at those pages and read them. And stuff. <laughs> um, anything else you want to add in from this episode? From this episode, it was fucking boring. All right. I don't know if I've expressed that enough. It was just really boring. I don't know. I obviously, like, listened to other 90 Day podcasts, and I talked to people that watch 90 Day, and, like, everyone has felt the same where last season was so good. Yep. So I don't know if it's clouding why this season sucks or if the couples just suck. I think that's probably a little bit to do with it. Like, Jasmine is just such good TV that, like, we need her back. And I don't want her back because she's... Oh, we'll get them back. Oh, of course we will. Hello. How can you not get Gino? Hello. They'll be on this time next year with 90 Day. Yeah. Um. But no, these these couples, I think they'll they'll have more layers and more drama that... 90 day you know throws in there and that the tlc producers are able to you know kind of pull out of them so i have confidence of course um last note the family chantel is coming back yes great show our air conditioners came on so we're gonna have to wrap this up but anyway so that means that we are probably going to be recording a recap of that because it's probably our favorite show ever I love the family Chantel. Yeah, we're big Pedro and Chantel fans. <laughs> um, and Miss Karen, greatest person that ever graced 90 Day Fiance, <laughs> and I will stand by that. And Thomas is just the nicest man possible. Yes. Um, and We'll dive into it a little more, though. You got River, you got Winter. Yeah, we just love the whole family. It's great. We hate Pedro's family. His mom's Linda Lydia, sorry. Lydia, Lydia she's a, eh, she's okay. But Nicole sucks. Yeah, his sister is the worst. I have to tell you something off about this. Um, but anyway, so we'll be back with that probably when it starts in the beginning of June. Um, but thanks for listening. I know I kind of went on a rant today. I'm gonna blame like being overly tired and just having a cup of coffee. Yeah, I mean that that pretty much <laughs> that pretty much tells the story right there. <laughs> That pretty much does it. Um, I hope we. I hope you come back next week. Yeah, uh, we'll 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 uh we'll see you again next week for uh, another edition of Ninety Day Our Way. Have an awesome week. Bye.